welcome to Far Out Dudes. We've got another great episode for you. Last week we talked about Skinwalker Ranch. This week we got Crestone, Colorado for you. If you heard of that, Crestone. Crestone, yes. I'm your host, Paul. Got my other co host, Jacob. How are you doing, Jacob? Man, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Joseph, <laughs> Joseph, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm all doing right. Well. All right. This week it's my turn. I get to give y'all some insight to Crestone, Colorado. Um, so. Have y'all, have Jacob or Joseph, have y'all heard of Crestone, Colorado? No, I have never heard of Crestone, Colorado. I, I actually have from like 30 minutes ago when you walked in and said we're going to be talking about Crestone, <laughs> Other than that, obviously. <laughs> Other than that, no, have you heard of it? I have okay. not. I hadn't either. Actually, my wife had uh, said, hey, maybe you should look into Crestone. I was like, what's Crestone? She's like, it's actually a spiritual place where different um, religions Was there a cult go. there? Was there a cult there ever? So that's the thing. No, there's, uh, it's just, uh, what a lot of people go seeking for spiritual, uh, seeking spiritual kind of, uh, interactions. Okay. And so there's actually 24 different religions there, like Buddhist, Catholic, uh, Taoist. There's 24 different relu- religions. I didn't even know there were that many religions. Oh yeah. There's a lot of, them. I thought there was only one Christianity. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> so there's different religions, right? They're all in this one little spot in Crestone. So is it? Is I had to look it up, but is it the portal where John Carter goes to Mars? <laughs> <laughs> so actually, we haven't gotten to the portal part. I actually just want to kind of give an introduction of wait, what John Crestone Card- is wait, right wait. now. John Carter is based on a true story. Yes, yeah. on the Crestone. Really? No. And some guy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was some guy was like, "Oh, I've been to Mars to this portal on Crestone." No, no. So why do you keep pronouncing it Crestone? For so it? actually, I don't even know why I have these headphones because I can't hear myself. So <laughs> no. So <clears throat> so Crestone is actually right now. It's kind of the introduction is that there's a there's a huge group of religious people and a lot of people go there because they they sense that it, there's some spiritual in, spiritual energy in that place in that place. So actually, so what happened is that this real estate company came in. They put all these lines in different, like the plumbing, the electrical, the telephone, and everything inside of it, mm-hmm. and it actually went under. And so this big tycoon that went and bought the land, uh, his name is Mr. Strong. It went under. Yeah, it went under. So is they, he a strong? Oh, man? you mean it went? They ran out of money. And yeah, they ran out of money and everything, right? Like, yeah, it went underground. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, so uh, then another tycoon came from uh, Mr. Strong came, and he bought up all the land. Sounds like a made-up name, but go ahead. Yeah. Is he a strong man? No, it's actually a, it's a it's a real man because uh, does he have big arms? Does he have big pecs? So, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I actually didn't see a picture of him because it actually has to do with his wife. Oh. So a, does she have big pecs? <laughs> from what I can see, she had saggy ones because she's an older lady. <laughs> she she's all right. a, she's she needs a, to perk them boys up. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, in nineteen in nineteen seventy, this tycoon came. Oh, Maurice Strong, that's his name. Oh, Maurice. Maurice, like Maurice. Maurice, yeah. Isn't so that he our came French in teacher's about name? Twenty k. Wait, wait, of PJ, land. wasn't that our French teacher's name, Maurice? Was that his name? Yeah, I, I was. can't remember. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, you're French just giving away his name now. Just beep that out. You don't have to delete it. Just beep it out. I don't. I don't know how to beep it out. Okay. Anyways, so so (laughs) Mr. Strong came in and bought like two thousand acres of land from there, Uh, and then so one day when his wife was in the kitchen of the home in Crestone, a what would you call a shaman or a prophet came to her house. He's one of the older guys. Really? 
Okay, go ahead. So Keep talking. he came into the home and and uh, she he said, "Can I speak with you, Miss Strong?" And she says, "Yes, please come come into did my she home." Know, did she and know she, he was a shaman? And she said, "What? what How do you what? know my name?" He introduced himself as a shaman. At what color was the shaman? Um, it didn't actually say. Skin tone. But <laughs> my guess it was probably a white shaman. Okay. So. She wouldn't have let a black shaman into her <laughs> house. <laughs> so so what happened? No is, one's home. Go away. So he comes in. He's considered the prophet. His name was like the prophet, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Does and he so, introduce himself as the prophet? He actually did. Oh, she says. okay. So um, so he goes in. He goes in and he sits down and talks with her. She says he. They were talk. They talked for like four hours straight for like four days straight. And so basically letting her letting her know that does her husband he know? Okay, yes. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I don't know what other kind of relationship this shaman and Miss Strong had. Yeah. Were they? I think I think, I think she was just telling for four hours. I think she was just telling Maurice. Uh, yeah. The sh- me and the shaman were talking. Yeah. He was oh, purging. Oh, I guess I should give you the guy's name. The prophet's name was Glenn Anderson. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds he's like white. white. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like a white exactly. Yeah. That's a black guy, Glenn Anderson. <laughs> so he says years ago, the reason he's called a prophet is years ago he predicted some tycoon would buy up all the land, and that they would make it a. It's pretty easy to predict. Exactly. International religious uh, center area where different religions will come into the spot. So they actually agreed to it and created a foundation, and this foundation is called Was it a four one three Manitou, I think Manitou Foundation. Um, and so this foundation actually gives money to different religions to actually build buildings. So there's actually about 24 different centers in that area, all religious in nature. So Are this you, actually does <clears throat> something instead, instead of like siphoning money into themselves. Yeah. So they actually, <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. it sounds like a scam. Like they start a foundation. sounds like a, some kind of tax. So, it, well, there. the thing of it is, is that it doesn't, it, it's not like, um, it's, it's church land. You can't tax it's, us on it's church really, land. Yeah, it's basically really, exactly right. <laughs> so you can't tax my two thousand acres that I have because it's religious and it's a foundation, right? Yeah. I don't know, but that's what they say. So he actually predicted this tycoon to come in and purchase all this land and make it an international religious area. Okay. And so now there's about a half a dozen centers there in Crestone where you can do like do little spiritual things, little spiritual retreats, little things mm-hmm. like that. So one of the things actually Miss Strong, who had been talking with this prophet, actually says is that she does feel the energy from this place mm. and that there's different feels energies. The, she feels the big energy. Is it thermal her. energy? By the way, Crestone. Does she feel it in her crotch? So, <laughs> so she cre- feels the thick energy. Come. Oh, what I didn't tell you all is Crestone. <laughs> Crestone. Was energy pulsating. <laughs> <laughs> so Crestone's actually four hours drive south of Denver, if y'all, just to kind of throw that out there and where Wait, it's at. How, how long? Like four hours south of Denver? Four hours, yeah south of denver so it's closer How many to miles? colorado it's, springs no that's actually more a little east south east? southeast crestone uh-huh. is a little more southwest okay yeah so it's like how many miles. miles away um i'm not too sure how many miles I, that, that, I don't know if that matters at all to be honest with you how many inches away <laughs> so anyway she says that, that she can feel the energy and that's because there's these this it's one of the largest aquifers in the nation underneath crestone it has like gallons and gallons of water, but the gallons of water also has these crystals at the bottom. I forget what the crystals are called, actually. Jacob, water, again. It's always <laughs> near water, bro. All these mystical things always happen near water. Yeah, and well, this one's the pr- particular crystals too. Um, it has the um, God. What are the crystals called? Uh, what are they called? You're supposed to come prepared. I know. I wrote so many notes. I don't even know what. Was it like the? Was it a meth crystal? There? 
Was, was it, like it? The, exactly like the crystal I have over there? Yeah, yeah. You know what it's called? Gra- let me go grab that for reference. Oh, uh, salt, salt crystal? No. No, no, no. I forget what it's called, too. Biggest. Jeez, what is it? Um, yeah, when we were just talking about water, there was this Japanese scientist. His name was uh, Masuru Emoto. Talk. And like he would he would get water and he would talk bad to it and then he would get other water and talk nice to it and then when he would freeze it he would look at the crystal structure and like the crystals would be like really pretty if he talked yeah. nicely to it and if he said like bad words to it yeah. it would just be like really nasty. Yeah, people have actually done those di- different little scientific experiments where they like talk get badly the to the flowers. Yeah, yeah. And the flowers grow and bloom beautifully and they talk negative to the I flowers don't and they die. That. Uh, just a bunch <laughs> of BS. It, they, yeah, we're not there the whole time while they're doing it, so it might be not be true. I've also seen videos where they put like, like uh, old food so, and they talk nicely to it and talk So no. I want to get back to the point of uh, cre- uh Crestone. So Crestone actually has one of the largest aquifers. I think it's the third largest aquifer in the United States, or it could be the second. I don't know. Whatever. The, and then so it that's going to be that's going to be some the, valuable land with because that, we're yeah, running out of water. With that aquifer, with that aquifer is quartz crystal underneath, and it has one of the largest quartz crystal uh, deposits. Wow. And so what Miss Strong says is that she that energy flows up into it into her crotch into her crotch, <laughs> and she feels the energy going into. It. Oh, so wow. Yeah. <laughs> And so she says that uh, when people go to to Crestone, they they go there seeking a spiritual uh, enlightening. So a lot of things that they go for is like, oh, I want to go and I want to have a, I want to know myself better. I want to have abundance of energy. She says, people go there and they feel the energy so strong. Some of them can't handle it because they're not trying to grow, mm-hmm. and so they end up having to leave because of the energy, like getting them off balance. Is what she says. I, I. I want to go there and I want to experience this energy. <laughs> I want to experience yeah. the energy. So the energy is also. so intense that they can't handle yeah. it. So it will. Uh, so, uh, so, <laughs> so I think oh, of it. God, I, this energy. I don't. I don't believe it either. But how Matt, does it, wait, wait, how does this energy manifest itself in the people? So, so it's funny. Is it through orgasms? <laughs> I don't know. But the thing, the thing of it is, is that uh, at at these places, so so since it there's this energy that people feel there, there's all these different temples and things like that. And actually, one of the Japanese, you were speaking of Japanese, one uh-huh. of the Japanese temples that there's only two in Japan and one in the entire world, one other one in the entire world, and it's in Crestone. Oh, what kind wow. of Japanese temple is it? Um, it was called. Uh, I don't remember. Thing and I had I had written it down here too. You're not ready for questions at all, are you? <laughs> well, I think I wrote too much stuff. What was the name of this Japanese temple? Was it Echishio? <laughs> Do you know that that's what it's called? <laughs> I, d- I don't remember. It, it, it's a it's I a mean, joke you that have a... some people would know. <laughs> okay, okay. So to be honest, to <laughs> you be... have a laptop sitting right in front of you. Well, you I don't just... remember. So Jacob, Google that for me. There's only there's only two of the these Japanese temp uh, three of these Japanese temples. Two of them are in Japan. One is in Crestone because they okay. say they can feel the. Let energy. me look it up. What what is it called? Japanese Japanese, Japanese temple, temple in and... Crestone. Okay. Or just do it like an old. Just keep talking, would. PJ. I'll, I'll okay. Keep, I'll so look it, look it up like an old person would and ask it a question. What is the temple called? <laughs> in the so, temple? so, so one of the things is that uh, the guy, what what Miss Strong feels is that she felt like okay, yes, this prophet was right because they were able to accomplish all that. But really, to to say that the 
that real estate agent company who built all the lines and the pipes were built uh-huh. perfectly for that particular situation. And like, the name of that temple is called the San Sangdo Palri Temple of Wisdom and Compassion. That's someone that looks like it's yes, Japanese. So, and, and they, I, I think the that particular religion has to be based on like growing the earth and learning about your, you know, kind of connecting everything with uh, agriculture, I think. It actually looks really nice. If y'all want to look it up, it's the Sang Du, that's one word, Sang Du Palri Temple. Yeah. It's like in the mountains and stuff. It looks cool. Yeah, it's all in the mountains of Colorado. It's actually really nice. And well, and, and the reason why a lot of religions say there because they go there and they feel like, oh, it feels like my home country, Tibet. Or you go look at different things and they say, oh, it looks kind of like where I was from. So that whole area kind of gives the different like uh, groundwork and uh, geological areas of different countries. So it makes them feel like they're at home. But it, it the energy is what kind of brings everybody together is what Miss Strong says. Do they smoke a lot there? Uh, I believe they do, actually. If you know what I mean. Yes, actually. Well, it is crack. Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> they smoke uh, those crystals about crack. that are in the water. <laughs> so, so then this is where we get Different into the... Kind of this, this is where we get into, kind of into the... I guess I wouldn't say the ancient um, myths and tales, you know? Is that... So, that particular area, if you think of a... Um, what do you... Venn diagram, you know, with the circles yeah, and they kind yeah. of overlap? Uh-huh. Most of the Native Americans back in uh, the 1800s, most of them ended up in that spot, in that valley. It was called uh, Saint Skinwalker Valley. No, San, <laughs> San Luis Valley, right? Bury my heart in wounded knee valley. Yeah, and so they actually call it Bloodless Valley because most of the Indian tribes consider that valley so sacred that they didn't even kill each other there. Oh. They would never shed any blood there, and so and that's where a lot of their origin stories come from well if they accidentally like cut themselves would they just have what to, if that's the garden of well Eden, not right? not in like a murderous way i guess i should say you know yeah. they didn't see it as a, a murderous thing so they would never uh do that but uh the origin story they called it the the sikapu see papu or something like that i don't know how to pronounce it i'm not native i am native american in uh like a 20 percent to be with you but uh <clears throat> you should know this I should know how to s- pronounce it, right? So actually, natural native tongue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's called like Sipapu, but it's the portal where the or- origin of the Native American life came from, or the or- the origin story of life. Oh. And these portals came from the ground, and the people came from the ground onto the Earth. Portals. Yeah. And so they, we're talking about Hollow Earth theory now. So yes. So they actually yes. So they actually uh, said there was portals, and they came from the ground, but they also say that there's ant people <laughs> ant people now yes. we're talking about some anime stuff <laughs> yeah, yes ant people so i've I, heard of mole I'm, people i'm gonna go into that a little deeper but i want to stick on the native americans because these native americans you know all the uh comanches the navajos all of them kind of intertwined into that one little you spot navajo and, and they considered it a spiritual area so and, the the comanches Went there too Where's yeah they, were, were like the commanding comanches what about the called? apache and the karankawas uh, I don't know. I don't think that the Karankawas did it, to be honest with you. I but like you just so, made those names. So the no Karankawa is actually it's actually no. probably one that we're actually from. Our, our oh, I mean, I knew about that. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, you know the three main uh, groups that are like the Great Plain Indians, the Nomadic Indians, the Great Bison uh, Indians. I do, so but all tell those... me like as if I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so there's different tribes, like the Eastern uh, Native American tribes, the uh-huh. Western and the s- Central. Uh-huh. So all of those kind of collided into this, uh, into that valley. Oh. And so they call it the uh, Bloodless Valley. You can actually go on YouTube and you can type in Bloodless Valley and a, and a YouTube video will come up. Oh. Oh. Um, cool. So they What's talk YouTube. O- so Miss Strong speaks of the portals and she also speaks of that they it, there's different dimensions there's different levels of things and so of the feeling or so they actually yeah the feel not only feeling but the actual energy and portals there so and then i got into like okay what kind of portals are there they said there's six different portals in crest so you know it would be really cool if they if they brought like a radio there and they powered it with the energy of the mountains yeah so they actually said there's like these vibrations and portals and energy and all that kind of stuff oh, that I'm they sure talk about. Have, about they, have, there any, have they right. ever powered any electronics with this energy? So actually they have. That's what I want to get to later on. Okay. So I'm going to speak there? about that later on. Okay. It's a U.S. Yes. <laughs> yes. All of those things y'all are saying, it's actually part of all this. So I'm going to get to it though. I want to talk about the portals and the six vibrations and the six portals that they say. So, oh, vibrations. Yes. <laughs> she, she, I'm sure she knows about those so vibrations. So here are the six dimensions. So so, so they say Crestone actually has 10 dimensions, unlike all the other ones that only have like three or five dimensions to them. They okay. say Crestone actually comes with 10 dimensions. You know, there's but six there's, senses. Yeah. There's, there's one side. There's two sides to every story. There's three dimensions. Four. No, hold on. What is it? I don't know. There's, uh, I don't know. What the heck? There, what is that? God dang it. Google. There's one universal law. There's two sides to every story. Three strikes in for life mandatory. Four MCs died in the last four years. <laughs> I try to be the fifth one. The millennium is here. Get out here. Get the sixth is seven for Miss Heaven Hell. Eight million stories to tell. Nine planets faithfully keep, keep in oh order with the power. Oh, my God. Keep the going. Is expands. he rapping right now? <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> so anyway, so I want to talk about the six portals, right? Yeah, go So ahead. there's the six portals there. And what's interesting is this, there's... One of the six porters is uh, considered to be in the. Jerking off. I know. Over there. <laughs> and put the you rock like down, this. sir. Stop the rock down. Put that. Put that quartz uh, crystal down. I can feel the vibration. So one of the portals is uh, they consider they consider it to have. Is that the most intense one? <laughs> I need to go change my pants. No wonder women have quartz crystals everywhere. (laughs) So, do they have any phallic shaped quartz (laughs) crystals? Am I going to be able to get back to the six portals? Yeah. So actually, they say there's 13 dimensions, right? But uh, six of the dimensions and six of the portals are in um, Crestone. Mm. And so one of the portals uh, is said to have the 10th dimension in it, right? So there's actually, they say there's two portals in America that have the 10th dimension. One's actually in California on Mount Shasta. Shasta? Yeah, Mount Shasta in California. They say that that actually has a portal that's 
for the tenth dimension. And the tenth dimension, do you know what the tenth dimension is? No, Hell? I was about to ask you. No. <laughs> so the tenth, they say the tenth dimension is where reincarnation happens. So the portal opens and souls come through, or different energies come through and actually overtake somebody as in reincarnation. Yeah, I think we we should do a show on reincarnation because there's a lot of interesting stuff on that. Is yeah. that what you're gonna bring next week? So hint, hint, hint. hint. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's they say one of the portals for reincarnation is actually in Crestone. Mm-hmm. So another d- portal that they call it the ninth dimension is an abundance energy portal. So you go there so you can get an abundance of energy and kind of revitalize and energize yourself. And you have this different kind of energies on yourself. Uh, there's And then there's two other portals that have the eighth dimensions. And one of the eighth dimensions is a higher self connecting portal. It says that it, your, your energy, you, you, you connect with your higher self there if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The okay. same face you're giving is exactly what I was thinking when I saw it. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, I totally believe all of this. I'm really into it. And then the one of the other uh, one of the other eighth dimension portals is the magical portal. You visit and you call on this for um, magical work, so your magic can be more. Strong. Wait, what portal is that? I need to write that. It's down. the it's the eighth dimension portal. I don't know where these portals are at. It didn't. Where, it where's the it never it never said where they're at. Is, However, uh, oh, get, dude, what if like. What if like we were we were the eighth dimension? That's why back in the day there was they were able to use magic, but then we shifted to another dimension. Oh, interesting. We shifted to a regular well, boring dimension. So, we so where are we at? We have a tenth dimension. We have a ninth dimension. Is, and is we our have dimension called the four. gay dimension? Because it's pretty gay. So we have, <laughs> so we have, so far I have four portals that uh, lead you to the dude. To what four if? Different wait, 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 hold on. But I have two more dimensions. And real fast, real fast. What if we did shift into the gay dimension? Could be that the tenth dimension portal opened up and a lot of reincarnated gay souls came back so they can live their gay lives. Maybe. <laughs> so the other two that I have is the seventh dimension, which is the future vision portal. Uh, so that way, if you get to this portal and you suck up the energy, you can actually vi- have visions of the future. You want me to suck off some? Energy? Suck up the energy. <laughs> why you, why Dude, why? That, why is there so why many? Why you make that hand gesture? So a, <laughs> why are there so many I, sexual words? I guess with I these shouldn't say suck energy. up the energy. It actually it releases it releases energy you for people who want to see the future. So you suck up in the energy and then it releases it into you. <laughs> then I there, want the energy. So this to is the all my orifices. This is the second. <laughs> this is the second border on Crestone, and the second and actually had or the sixth portal that i'm gonna speak of actually has a sixth dimension in it and the sixth dimension they say is uh, a release of energy to help you uh, be clairvoyant okay so all of that and when i say clairvoyant you don't say anything. so you so, listen to the okay, sucking part okay sorry, but none sorry, of these sorry. other uh, portals or energies uh, interest so you all, all of these portals are in the crest stone yeah that's what they say yes so do they know exactly where each portal is? Well, that's the interesting part. So I got into, uh, like I said, I started getting into all these kind of little uh, rabbit holes about everything. And actually, NASA says uh-huh. that they have discovered that there are portals, but they describe the portals as the uh, the magnetic energies coming from the Earth and the sun meeting each other in a space where they actually hit each other perfectly. They collide. And they create these portals, they say, is what they're calling it. But it's just energy intersections mm-hmm. that create these portals. And they can't really detect where these portals pop up. But NASA themselves made a video on portals. Would you like to see the so video? It's what, a three-minute video. What I was going to ask is the word portals, do they mean like a physical portal that opens up? Or is it more like... So that's I'm, the thing. It's You can't see these portals, but they exist is what they're saying. So okay. you can feel the energy of these portals opened 
mm-hmm. then that's where you get the stuff, but you can't vis- so you physically can't... see them. Okay. And so no wait, they no one's like seen it. They've just felt. Yes. I just don't understand why they. Well, here them here's portals. the thing: is that the there's these other guys, and they're pro- they're really high up on conspiracy theories and UFOs and all the things, oh. and their names are uh, Greg Bishop, Jack Carey, Christopher. Uh, O'Brien and Steve Gear. Have never you ever heard, heard of them? Never. So Steve Gear actually it, shows uh, up on a lot of. Is the... it Gear like a movie actor? No. So uh, you're thinking of Richard Gear. Yeah. Oh, is he related Steve, to Richard? Stephen Gear is actually uh, a ufologist, is what he's labeled as. Ufologist. And so, How, did he go to? Did he get a four year degree in that ufology, or know. does he have? A PhD? Does he have a master's? <laughs> does he have a PhD? <laughs> I don't in know. Ufology? I would say if they're a ufologist. Sounds I like he they're... opened up his own school and gave himself. Well. At this time in life, I oh, think he went to DeVry. I think <laughs> I, I think he uh, self-identifies as a UFOologist. He went to the Art Institute. <laughs> so what you're saying is he has mental <laughs> illness. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what what was funny is that he actually talked about that he knows people in the Pentagon and things like that, right? Oh, so I'm gonna get my to dad that. runs Nintendo. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I know a guy that. in the Pentagon. He's a janitor. <laughs> so well, the funny thing is that he he talks about NASA knowing about portals. Well, and I looked it up, and NASA does have a video speaking of the portals, and they speak mm-hmm. of the portals of the different energies. Mm-hmm. And so Crestone is known for all of these energy things coming up, right? Yeah. And so one of the guys, Mr. Christopher O'Brien, he's – I thought he was a geologist at first, and then I looked him up, and he's just kind of like a, a another like UFO conspiracy theory guy. Uh-huh. But he actually says the ground itself, the sand, the rocks, and things right there let off so much energy that you can actually – you, it's like a battery if you push, push them all together. So that do we remember how you were asking, like, yeah. have they used that? Yeah. So they said the ground itself actually generates enough energy to, as a regular uh, AA battery. AA so battery. if I were to get it, just like, I'll shock myself? Uh, if you do everything properly. <laughs> yeah. So if you stick your hand in it, you'll actually become a power yeah. source. He says that there's large po- pockets of magnetic energy. And the natural resources oh. there, when you pile them together, become a battery. So, have they tested? Like, have they turned anything on, devices or anything? And they said, well, uh, well, he well, just kind of he said it was a double A battery. What's so well, not. what's that? Well, I I kind of said double A battery to be honest. Nobody ever said a double A battery. Okay. Oh, okay. I just wanted to add that in myself. But you know those little uh, red uh, voltmeters that you put into like a plug to read yeah. how much energy is coming out of it. So yeah, he actually did that test. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he actually did a voltometer. Uh, he actually you know, put he, that into the ground and actually was getting a, like a 78 reading on it. You know, you can actually uh, do that into a potato and it'll give you a reading of energy, right? Well, do you know if you uh, you can do that? You can put the potato in, you can light a light bulb. Yeah. So it does have energy. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it does, but that doesn't you prove know, anything. It's a different oh, well, kind of energy, I know, but he, what, he's, what he's saying is that there is uh, energy there. Is what he's trying to prove is that there's yeah. energy in that spot. Okay. So... Um, did, are there like Have, has he tried base readings from like where he was at put in the ground? Yes, yes. Well, that's one of the things. Like on the video, you can see him. Uh, it's on actually a website, but he actually does a reading. And has, he has, a has anybody tried doing it just like in a random ground to see if it has energy? Well, that's what I mean. Is like, did he at his hometown, not there, put it in the ground and see if he gets a reading? Oh, I don't know about that. To be honest with you. You know, there's other conspiracy that so, we're supposed to walk on the ground yeah, to like so the, ground ourselves. So the San Luis Valley is a uh, is what uh, is where most of the stuff happens, and the Native American tribes believe that it was such a sacred land, and they actually believe the mountain, uh, Mount Blanco, is the one of the most the sacred. white mountain. Yes, is it actually white? Uh, it or are they just the, racist? It's always snow topped. 
Oh, okay. So okay. through uh, year round, it's snow topped. Actually, oh, here's a here's a little picture. Would be the snow capped. Sorry, yes. So you see this picture right here. So uh -huh. I'm showing a picture of Mount Blanco, and so Mount Blanco. There's a snow cap. The Nate. So that's the valley right there. But M Mount Blanco from the Native American tribes actually see that as a sacred mountain, and they actually say that there's mm -hmm. crystal skulls in there. Do you remember Indiana Jones and the crystal skull? Yeah, it's yeah. an actual thing. They, yeah. find, they found crystal skulls around the world. So they're saying that there's crystal skulls in that mountain somewhere and that there are UFO aliens and things like that of ancient alien uh, people. Civilizations. Civilizations, yes. Yes, yes. Interesting. Ancient civilizations. But they, like, no one can go up there. It's, yeah. like, not permitted by law or something. So NASA says, NASA says the portals are formed. Uh, uh, NASA's not even real. Yeah, so, you know NASA means to deceive, right? <laughs> so NASA said. So you remember how I said NASA said that uh, that the that the portals are con uh, are made from the magnetic, magnetic energies from uh, the sun and the and the Earth meeting together. Uh -huh. So they're saying that uh, these guys are saying that there it's it tears a membrane between the dimensions and we get we get to the por the portals actually open up and we get to see the other dimensions and that's how it is. Kind of like string theory. So it's not so much that. They're opening up because they're there, or like it's a regular thing. They're opening up because they're small tears, and that's what people feel. So what you're, yes. so we can hypothesize that with enough energy, we can tear the fabric of space and time and enter another dimension. Yes, that's exactly what they're saying. But so the Earth's magnetic field and the sun is constantly hitting the Earth's magnetic field. So you're talking about like dimensions are constantly opening. Yeah, they're opening and closing at just random spots. So it, is if that what they hit perfect? But that's the question: Is that what NASA is just trying to tell us, or do, are do they know where these portals are opening up and closing? They already know these. The government, right? Yeah. So here's the other thing: the government is actually buying up land there and actually setting up shop in these places, like uh, military bases. Yeah. Or oh, well, okay. like uh, well, for right or like, now, like uh, BLM, Bureau <laughs> Bureau of Land Management. Yeah, and they're buying up the land. They're actually putting soldiers out there at the you gates. Thought you meant the other BLM. <laughs> that's, that's, exactly, that's, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, uh, I don't know. When we went to Colorado. I kept saying, "Oh yeah, that's BLM land." I'm like, what? <laughs> Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so the 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 natives actually said that they actually felt well. That, that this is the uh, the folklore is that mm -hmm. the. There are portals there, and they do fill them, and that's where the the uh, kind of like the Native Americans Eden was in this valley. Mm -hmm. My so, question is, real quick, why is it only happening in that one little area? Does that have to do with the lake or the aquifer, the crystals? It, that's what they're saying that the because it's so sacred, because of the water and the and the uh, crystals underneath created this nice energetic place where all of these portals so happen to like uh, mm. appear. So these guys, Greg Bishop, Jack Carey, Christopher, all of these guys have like studied and investigated this stuff. And so Steve Kerr, Steve Gear actually says that he um, he knows people in the in the government. And one of the things that have happened over there is that they sent there's this uh, there's this group of paramen in black. So well, men in black is a real interesting thing too. Yeah. Like so yeah, yeah. Crazy. So. so he says that the government is involved in the things, and the the government creates these things called DDTs. What does DDT stand for? It stands for uh, decoy. Diamond Dallas. Oh, I'm thinking DDT. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he knows a guy in government. And so whenever there's some strange uh, phenomenon like portals yeah. or aliens or anything, the government uh, 
does these actions that call that are called DDT, decoy, uh, distraction, and trash. What that is, they they create a decoy, they create a diversion, and then they trash whatever anybody else was talking about to kind of get rid of it. So mm-hmm. all of our minds will focus on something else. And so one of those things that they do when they talk about portals or UFOs in this particular area, what it what do you know about? Uh, UFOs and what we talk about Skinwalker Ranch last week that mm-hmm. you that always happens when UFOs are around or are spoken of cattle um, mutilations cattle mutilations mm-hmm. so what Steve Greer says is that he talked to a high a higher oh up. Steve Greer Greer I know who that guy is now yeah. I remember him so what he Doctor sa- Stephen Greer yes okay yeah so what he He's says person. is that he has people in government that have told him that it's actually paramilitary people that create these diversions and uh these decoys Mm -hmm. and start putting out these, uh, start mutilating animals. Yeah. But in the 1950s and sixties, they actually were doing that, but taking samples from these animals and, um, and, uh, and, and taking them into their underground lab, which nobody knows about. He just said that there was an underground lab Mm -hmm. there too. Um, but what he says is that they found out about the portals and kind of started making all these decoys and things like that. And one of the things that he says is that they actually stood there, didn't see the portals, but saw these energies of lights coming out of the portals. The blue blue things popping out and floating around. They found these little green ones pumping. He said the, a blue one popped out, came right towards them and actually engulfed them in this blue energy. And what happened? And he doesn't. He doesn't really go off of that. So to me, I think he they forgot what happened or what. But well, if you don't remember, you just say yeah, I don't remember. Well, that's what. But he said. I also heard. I forget like the super details about it. But like the government started conspiracy theories themselves to throw people off. Have that's exactly that's of, that's what they called the DDT. Have you ever heard of astroturfing? Like they've no. It's where like. Um, yeah, it's like a, a group or an organization takes over like a cause and like totally manipulates it into thinking there's a good TED talk on it. So here's one of the other thing he says about the government is that, uh, well, well, I guess I should go back because we want to talk about the land again. So we have the valley and then we also have what we call the dunes over there. So there's it, it's weird because there's a desert in Colorado next to this area right in Crestone. There's a dunes. Okay. Next to a giant aquifer. Next to a giant aquifer. <laughs> so they go, oh, how did these dunes get here? So one of the things is that since the origin story of the Native Americans say that they came up from the ant people, they think that the ant people are actually under these dunes in Crestone. So you think like it's like a giant anthill? It's like a giant anthill. <laughs> well, not only that, is that the ant people are actually uh, extraterrestrials. From okay. outer space, and so when these portals, they actually know about the, the 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 portals in the different dimensions, and they're able to actually come in and out of them. These extraterrestrials. So the Native Americans back in the day actually knew about these things, and they actually were uh, communicating communicating with them? with them, and actually had interactions with these ant people. Yeah, and so, so why doesn't anybody go and try to communicate with them now? So what they did, yeah, so exactly. So Steve Gear says he actually interacted Greer, with Greer Gear Gear. Greer. Greer, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's why you threw me. That's why I was like, I don't know who Steve Gear is. Well, why are they calling it? Was, at- it's spelled G E E R. His name. I think you just misspelled it. Did I misspell it? I think it? that's okay. an R and you see it as an E. So, but real quick, so why are they called ant people, though? Well, because they live underground. 
Not that they actually look like ant people or anything, but they actually. That's the only thing. But they're thinking that they're actually extraterrestrials. Remember in Skinwalker Ranch when we ended up talking, we our conversation veered off into like, uh, like uh, a recreational area for aliens because they go underground and stuff like that. Uh Yeah. They actually said that that's what they think. Not not recreational area, but that aliens actually are hanging out underground, Mm -hmm. and this is one of the spots that they do it in Crestone under the dunes. Another another show idea, uh, remote viewing. There is a. uh, leaked, well, not leaked, but F, the CIA released like um, some remote viewings that they did, mm-hmm. and one of them was they remote viewed. Okay, in remote viewing, you can like look back in time, like clairvoyance. Yeah, you can look back in time, forward in time, and you can look like a million light years away, million light years. And the FBI used to, not FBI, the CIA used to do this a lot, where they would like study uh, remote viewing, and they did this at the Stanford Research Institute. I think the guy who headed it was Igor Swan, and he said that they stopped it because they were getting worried that the psychics and the people who could do remote viewing were getting too good and that they would start remote viewing other people and start – well, not other people, but like people in the military and start spying on them. Mm. Anyways, so there was this report leaked that one of the remote viewers, they were just like trying to do like wild and crazy stuff. So they were like remote view Mars in the past. And they, they described it in, like, there was pyramids there, and people used to live in, like, the canyons and holes in the canyons. I think I can't remember it, but you can look up the paper that was released by the FBI. And that the world was getting destroyed, and that what they did was they built a spaceship, and they came to Earth. So, like, uh, their world was, like, getting destroyed yeah. by the elements and stuff, and they built a spaceship and, like, uh, came to Earth. Hmm. And so that's what they're, they, they're saying back in, like... A long time ago, but the Native Americans know about that, and they had relationships with them, not sexual, but like actually yeah. knew them, right? What and if the modern human so, came from? So here's, here's the interesting part about the dunes in Crestone okay. is that they actually, you know, how you drill into the, the ground to see, like you pull out things to see, like what's under there. So they dug, mm-hmm. they I forgot how deep, but they got to the bottom of something. They dug it up, they pulled it up, and what they found was that there was a, it, it was wood, it was trees. So they actually. Where, you know when they, you know when they go to the arctic, you know when petrified? they, you know when yeah, they, they go get to the arctic and they get the tubes, they, yeah, yeah. So they did the same thing at the sand so dunes. Samples. Yeah, they yeah. got the samples, and what they found underneath the sand is that there's like a whole forest underneath. It wasn't petrified wood or anything like that. It was like it wood, was just wood, wood. So we're talking about like journey to the center of the earth type stuff. So what they did is actually they did hollow earth. How old do you think that they said that wood was? The wood? Yeah. Uh, you said it was fresh five, wood, so like I want to say like years thirty years, fifty, thirty, thirty, fifty years. Uh, eleven thousand years old. Eleven thousand. What years? species was it? Did they say? But the Earth no, is only didn't. six thousand years old. So. Well, yes, <laughs> the Earth is only two thousand twenty. So car. Uh, so we go off of carbon dating. That's a whole other thing that we can talk about when we believe in the Bible. The Bible says it's only a certain year old. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so they're saying it's set eleven thousand years old. So they say, okay, if it's only eleven thousand years old, there's no way that these sand dunes could have been built or could have built Naturally up that high. Naturally happened. Yeah. Yeah. And been built up that high. So what they're thinking. So one of the guys. Uh, uh, one of their friends actually said, I think I figured it out. The ant people are throwing out the wood and it's not, or are digging or digging and creating all these little uh, tunnels and everything underneath the sand dunes. Yeah. And that's what's on top. And that's what's ca- called, uh, caused a big pile up. Well, that guy's just, idiot. You know, we should start a GoFundMe where we dig down through the sand holes yeah. so we can meet the ant people. It's like those dudes who are trying to dig for that treasure in, uh, what's that island well, called? Well, here, here's a good, oh, go ahead. On the eastern side of the U.S. 
Yeah. They, there's apparently like pirate treasure, but it's all booby trapped, and these oh, two yeah, guys yeah. try to dig for it. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. I forget what it's called, but that's. I don't think they ever got to it. They made like a whole TV show about it. They yeah, always yeah. got money out of it. Yeah. But. So uh, that would be a good thing. Guys, if y'all support our podcast and everything, well, we'll use some of this money to actually go visit some of those spots that we're talking about, like Skinwalker and Ranch, we'll podcast Crestone, there. and we'll, we'll podcast from there and let you know if we... As we're digging. If we're, if we're lucky at all, we'll get some of these people on our show, like Steve Greer and Christopher O'Brien and Dr. Jack Dr. Stephen Greer is not going to come onto our show. You never know. He might actually give us some insight into some of these things that are going on. Just just he, actually, him. he actually knows discuss. about Skinwalker. Walker Ranch too. Yeah, I know. He's a, he's a really big UFO guy. Yes. So Did you know Dr. Stephen Greer, the guy who you're talking about, was going to do a press conference on 9-11-2001 when the World Trade Center thing blew up, allegedly, by uh, Saudi Arabians, allegedly. <laughs> Isn't it crazy he how was, one he of was their doing... IDs landed perfectly on the ground, not burned up for <laughs> Yeah, it, it's amazing. Uh, so he was going to do a press conference on that day about UFOs and he had a bunch of generals and ex military people that were going to testify and say that there was UFOs and guess what happened? Nine 11. So though, so his press conference got zero press. So that brings up a good point to his, to one of the other thing. Cause he, like I said, he's the one that knows a lot of people in the Pentagon and different things like that. So one of the yeah. things that happened while he was there is that there's a helicopter pilot in Crestone that went to a, a it was kind of off of the mountain of Mount Blanco. And so what happened is that this helicopter pilot actually got a call from the military there, uh, the military base there. I think it was, uh, God, what is the military base there called? In Colorado? Yeah, Fort Steve? Carson. Fort Carson. Carson? So Fort, he got a call from Fort Carson. They saying, named a military base after Ben Carson? Yeah. So, <laughs> so Fort Carson, they called for they called an emergency helicopter pilot because he knew the weather is what they said, mm-hmm. and we need you to get these soldiers out of there. So what Greer, Greer? Aren't yes. soldiers trained to deal with so what Greer said, weather? So what they found, what they're saying, they said, is that these military, paramilitary or the military people went in there to actually try to um exterminate the um ets that were in that area with some nerve gas and something wrong happened and they had to get uh evac'd out so <laughs> he went there and they uh what the the nerve gas is called daughter daughters of serene right so it's actually a nerve gas and it actually something happened they didn't get what the, what is nerve gas exactly so nerve gas actually just affects the nerves and you end up like not having really control of your body and you end up dying oh, okay so these guys these soldiers went out there to uh, kind of get rid of the ets are there so one of the mm-hmm. theories is that the government with this ddt the decoy and everything they, yeah so one of the things is that they actually different paramilitary people who are rogue people that have that are part of the government but not don't have anybody overseeing them is that they go into these different places and actually try to exterminate the extraterrestrials. Was it like uh, what they call it, like black book or something like that, yeah. where they're just like it's off the record but still under their control? Have you ever seen that video with the guy? He's like missing an arm. And he's like, no, he goes I've seen, well, I've seen the other videos where guys are missing arms and legs. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he's like missing <laughs> an arm. Specific, please. It's like a really old video from like the 90s or 80s. And it's this guy who would go around missing an arm and say, yeah, I lost my arm fighting aliens underground. No, I hadn't seen that, but that's pretty cool because yeah, it kind of goes. And he was at, he was murdered, too. Hmm. Oh, yeah. he shot himself in the back of the head like that one guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> like, whoa, this guy really but did it. Died of a stroke or something like that. No, that's uh the Hillary, Hillary Clinton. 
Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton Smith. It's like you saying Dr. Stephen Gear. <laughs> well, I don't know. Every time you say that, I keep thinking of Dr. Steve. So Gould. here's one of <laughs> so so here's one of the things. After all of that happened, uh, Dr. Stephen Gear Greer Greer Greer. He actually James says Greer. because he's actually <laughs> encountered a lot of different UFOs and uh-huh. different ETs is that he actually sets up shot to meet these people and let them know that humans are uh, are friendly or, and peaceful. Uh-huh. And so after that interaction, he's actually he said he met some of them and said we just want peace and things like that. And so he it, is he them. the guy that did it with Demi Lovato, like contacts aliens with her? I I don't know. I know he has a thing where he like takes people out to the woods and. Yeah. Contact so aliens. what's funny is that they actually they have places there in uh, <laughs> being sore. They have <laughs> oh, my butt is so sore. Yeah. That's the aliens. That's so the it's aliens. funny. My my whole the whole thing is that I brought this up for was because I was going to talk about how this thing was a spiritual place and everything. And I got into this rabbit hole and found out that there's all kinds of other conspiracy things yeah, and right the government. So one of the things that you end up finding out is that the government seems to be a part of all of these individual places. Now, yeah. is is that just conspiracy theory and people just freaking out because military actually shows up or mm-hmm. is the military actually involved and knows all about all of this stuff because Trump and Biden and all of them are actually going to let all this stuff out and say, yes, there are extraterrestrials, yeah. right? Yeah. So, well, well, he, and here's the other thing that he says about the paramilitary thing and, and, and different things is that they do do these decoys and actually set up. So one of the other guys, not Greer, but uh, one of the other uh, guys that were talking, I forgot what his name was. I, I don't know. I think it was either Jack Carey or Greg Bishop. One of them actually said um, that he saw these lights going into the sky. Uh-huh. And there was like a bunch of strobe lights. And at first he wasn't glance. wasn't at a disco? At, at first glance, you this would. the 70s. If you weren't. If you weren't close and you didn't see, you would think that those were aliens because they would start making little triangle shapes and things like yeah. that and then flying off. Mm-hmm. But he was able to actually identify them and say they were C-130s and they set up the lights on those C-130s to make it look like alien aircrafts flying around. Really? Yeah. Wow. And he's, he, uh, what's funny is that this, uh, this video and these articles actually show some of the pictures that they say, and most of it is government uh, things to create like these UFO things and have people... Basically, the decoys and the distractions to kind of trash all the other stuff and say, oh, it's all just the military doing secret things mm-hmm. to throw off our scent so that way we don't actually look into these things like are there ant people, yeah, are there it, skull it things. It branches off into the usual alien stuff. Yeah, and go, oh, that's just the government doing tests. And actually, so a, a documentary a while back, but it shows that, you know, like a graph of our like, uh, our technology progressing and it's like right around like the 50s or something like when aliens started becoming a thing our technology just like skyrocketed yeah so that's where the whole so with know, steve jobs and theory alien? comes in that you know they're sharing technology with us and you know it's going back and forth and back and forth huh. interesting interesting yeah, so I don't know. When I got into this, like I said, I went into it just uh, really wanted to talk about the spiritual aspect of like how they said that it's like one of those spiritual things. Because one of the things, the reason I say that is because when I visited Israel, I actually did feel like this spiritual energy thing kind of bringing me back into our 
uh, religion of Christianity and made me feel like, oh my God, there's like, there's something about this land in Israel and in Jerusalem that gives me this strong sense of being with one with my God. Right. And so that's kind of where I went into this thing, kind of looking at the spiritual aspect of it, but kind of got into this rabbit hole about aliens and portals and different things like that. Well, and let me, let me ask you this too, at the same time, did you go over there when you're there, like wanting to feel that, or did you, it just come on to you like, Oh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm feeling this. So for me, it went into it going, uh, I just want to learn the history. Mm -hmm. So, but it overcame me. It's kind of like, I, I think, I, I guess I should describe the, it as one of the things that they, that we talked about, the, which was the, was the, um, the, what is it? The ninth dimension that they are talking about it, uh -huh. where it's the abundance of energy. That's yeah. kind of what I felt when I was in Israel. Okay. Can you um, just, what I, wanna... I went, I went there to Israel to just. You didn't have it in your head saying, I'm going to feel something. I want to go there and feel No, no, no. My, my whole perspective and the whole thing, reason I went is because I wanted to learn the history of what my belief system was. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know, okay, where is this true? What's happening? What, what was the whole history? And so that was, that was my thing. I wanted to go mm -hmm. see, okay, what, was, what, what is it that I believe? I want to I see. I want to be in the land to actually see what it is mm -hmm. and see, like, see the stuff that I read in the Bible and things like that. But mm -hmm. while I was there, I actually felt like this, I, I wouldn't say energy, but more of a, like a, a connection with the land, I guess mm -hmm. I should say. Um, what are the different dimensions again? So the different, there's, they say there's 13. I don't know all of them, but the ones that I, the ones that I looked at for Cresto, the 10th dimension, which is the reincarnation, the ninth dimension was as a, which is the uh, abundance of energy dimension. The eighth dimension was the self-connection, and you get a higher self, a self uh, connection with higher self. Uh, another eighth dimension is the magical portal dimension. The seventh dimension, which is the future vision, and you can see the future and things through this dimension. And then the clairvoyant dimension. So, and so these are actually all portals. So if you're close to these portals and you hit, get some of those energies. I'm sorry, you but can you say the first six again? The first one? The reincarnation. The second? The abundance. Third? Um, what is the abundance? Self-connection. Did they give any de detail? They, they said it was like a more of like a refueling of your energy and your body and your, your, your self, I guess. You, I, I, I don't know. Like you get this energy and you feel, you feel good and you're uplifted and you feel like energized to do things in your life. So did they describe like if the dimensions are like how we think of dimensions? Like when, when you say dimensions, I'm thinking like... You go through this portal and there's a different world. So so they at Crestone, in one of the videos, they didn't. But the video with uh, Stephen, uh, Dr. Stephen uh, Greer, yeah, he actually spoke of NASA knowing about the portals. That was one of the things, like the portals of the Earth and everything. So what he says is that, yes. More so if you, tears. Yes, the tears in the uh, energy that create these dimensions or vortexes mm -hmm. that lead to other dimensions. Uh, as far as like different worlds. So mm -hmm. he talks about the worlds. The Crestone people talk about the energies and the portals. And so they, Dr. Stephen Greer and all the other people on that particular video actually speak of it as like wormholes or dimensions where you can actually, it's a portal where you can go to the other worlds. It's just a string theory. Now, NASA says that these portals actually exist, mm -hmm. but they can never, they open and close randomly in different areas of the earth. And mm -hmm. so you actually can see that people actually believe that there's different portals all over the world. One of the main portals they but say. But what I'm trying to understand is if there's a portal of abundance or a portal of clairvoyance, is it like an actual other world where people have 
So what they're saying, uh, so actually, or is it I'm just you, like a metaphysical thing where? Ah, you reminded me about something. So yes, it's it's actually a thing where you can't go through the portals. Only things can come out. So like so the reincarnation a, one, souls one come out. It's a one way thing. Yeah. So you can't go into it. So this particular portal of uh, dimension of energy of abundance, it just lets out. So energy. you can't physically go through the portal. You it's like a metaphysical portal. thing yes. where. Okay. So that's what they say. The Crestone people and the religious side of it and everything, they believe in that portion of it. Okay. But Stephen Greer and all of them actually say that it's actually portals to different dimensions and aliens and different things uh, like hyperspace and things like that. You can go, you can automatically show up somewhere and automatically disappear. So like a lot of the videos that you see of aliens coming into Earth and going mm -hmm. out is because they're actually going through these portals mm -hmm. in and out really quickly. So when you see them going into the into the water or into the sand dunes or anything like or that, it's because they're they're, they're actually just generating a portal. They're generating and going to these portals in and out. That kind of reminds me of the Skinwalker Ranch where they were on top of the 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 hill and they saw a portal open up and the the creature kind of crawl out of it. Not so much walking but like crawling up yes and out of it yeah so it that's exactly what i was thinking about the skinwalker i was like this is too close to like the skinwalker thing is like yeah is it the same thing but it mm -hmm. actually people actually some of them didn't even know about the skinwalker ranch so mm -hmm. it's like totally separate but Stephen greer obviously connects it all together because he thinks it's all connected so is it is, are there any like scary things that come out of the portals or is it just like good so things? so this thing yeah well that's i'm the, talking about here in uh was it Crestone? Yeah, so Crestone, yeah. So that so I couldn't find anything of like like you said at Skinwalker Ranch where like evil things coming out. This mm -hmm. was more of like spiritual, religious and strong, like good things coming out, like good aliens coming out. Now, I, I, I couldn't find anything good about aliens. Well, I kind of made that's kind of <laughs> my you, you own know, words. It, the theme kind of fits because Skinwalker Ranch is sort of like a desert. It's like a desert wasteland place. And Crestone is like this nice, vibrant, mountainous uh, from the pictures I saw, it looks like there's meadows and stuff. Yeah, and there's all these religions. So it's kind of almost like this internet. What, what, what I thought about, I was thinking about the same thing. Like this Crestone area is where all the, the world's religions kind of settled mm -hmm. and are like meeting with these aliens and like having good, like, hey, we're good people here. Don't destroy our yeah, earth. Yeah, they're just vibing. They're yeah, just they're vibing. just vibing. <laughs> it's like different vibes, different vibrations. <laughs> the... Uh, can you go here? Can you go to this place and just like yeah. free roam and go interview everybody and talk to them? Yeah. There's actually some videos that I was watching on the way over here of these, this lady who was actually interviewing different residents there. And they were talking about all the different things that they have seen there. Mm -hmm. Cool. I wonder how much a hotel costs over there and just drive over there. Hmm, we could. I mean, it's it's actually closer to us than like Colorado or I mean, like to I mean, Denver, the city itself. Like Crestone is like right on us. that border of New Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? That's mm -hmm. like only a two-day trip. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting stuff. So that's kind of what I got into. That's kind of where I <laughs> where I was led. Like I said, it was a it was going to like the not necessarily conspiracy, but like the phenomenon mm -hmm. of like a spiritual uh, place where everybody went pretty, and why, uh, why I went into it actually, out. yeah, it's really <laughs> far out. So I actually went into it just thinking about why are all these, uh, international world religions ending up here, but I ended up in aliens and UFOs again. Like I well, wasn't that's expecting where the, uh, rabbit hole usually <laughs> takes you. They try to, di uh, diverge you to it. Yeah. From the truth. And I thought I it was know. interesting to know that most of the native American tribes actually have been here and they all consider it sacred land. All of them. All of them. Not like 
this one particular culture or that particular culture. No, no, no. All of the... You remember how I said it was like a Venn diagram where all of them kind of met up? They all kind of ended up in that spot and kind of considered that a sacred land, and they would all go there at their different times. That's why it was called the Bloodless Valley because, you know, most Native American tribes were not necessarily friendly with each other, Mm -hmm. and they would kill each other, right? Yeah. So, but that, they always... They never did anything like to uh, attack each other in this particular area. Is from what they say. I haven't researched it in depth, uh, like deeply, to see if there was any actually. Was the the lady that you talked about in the beginning still alive? Yes. Oh, they are. Yeah. So this is recent. So 1970 is when her husband bought the land. Oh, okay. But so uh, fairly recent still though. Yeah, but all of the like. uh, What about the prophet guy? Is he still alive? So I don't know about the prophet guy. We can Google Google him and see. He probably has a Facebook. Yeah, (laughs) go ahead and bring that up, PJ. (laughs) So the desert dunes. Nobody's tried to dig down deep into them. Besides that one time. Is it BLM land to where we could just go out there and start digging? Um, maybe. Because I wonder. We have to look up a map of BLM land. Yeah, because I wonder if we can just like dig down into it and see if we can find any of the vegetation that they talked about. Because they the could wood. just be lying, honestly. The wood. So his name is Glenn Ulysses Anderson. He was born in the North Dakota before the turn of the 20th century. Uh, let me see if he's still alive. So he was. So this is a, this, still old. this he's is very the, old. This already. is the foundation. This is actually dead. the website for the foundation that Miss Strong actually does. Okay, do they have Monotone. a picture of him? Um, yes, actually they do. Can you describe him for the audience listening? So, um, actually, no, that's not him. Never mind. Actually, it's Maurice and Hannah Strong, the founders, the ones with all the money that bought. Oh, they actually, it's a large ranch. They actually took over two million acres in the Southwest uh, United wow. States. Wow, two million acres. That's that's gigantic, enormous. Yeah, okay, fine. Of- a bigger word, enormous. Well, we got to use the thesaurus and. That's large. (laughs) That is very large. Humongous. So actually, the Rockefellers actually donate to this foundation. Oh, goodness. Oh, the Rockefellers. (laughs) What about the Rothschilds? So it doesn't say anything about the Rothschilds, but it says the uh, patron Lawrence uh, Rockefellers and founder Hannah Strong. There's a picture of both of them, but they said the Rockefellers actually donated to this place so the different religions can actually build their little... Dude, you can make a whole thing about the Rockefellers and Rothschilds alone. Yeah, them alone, yeah. The stuff they're freaking Do you know that the Rothschilds are actually Jewish? What a yes. surprise. So the, what a surprise. Well, the Do Roth- you know the, well, the, the Rothschilds, Rothschilds are the one who founded Israel? Yeah, they bought all the land up so the yeah. Jews can move into there. Do you know how they got wealthy? How did they get wealthy? Their ancestor, Nathan Rothschild, he heard that the... English won against Bonaparte, I think. I think that's what it was. Would you say it was colossal land? Yeah, I looked up all of the sources. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they he found out from the guy, because he had a guy that ran really fast and came and told him that they beat the <laughs> he French. He found a guy who ran really fast. Well, he had like this guy who was watching, Oh, and he beat them to England. I found a picture of Glenn U- Ulysses and then, Anderson. Okay, and then... He told uh, Nathan Rothschild, hey, we won the war. And Nathan went out and said, oh, my God, we lost the war. And so all the stock and stuff went down. And he went and bought up everything because he knew that they had actually won the war. And he knew that it was going to go all the way. It was going to get jacked up. And that's how they accumulated all their wealth. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, he bought everything. Absolutely nuts. 
Yeah. The way people come into money. And they're actually. It's very rare that you read that people like hard work and determination came into some money. It's usually some weird side handed way that yeah. they. It, it always became, is. Even like Facebook so and Google, they were all spawn, uh, sponsored by Q yeah, yeah. Intel. So we should. We'll, we'll which look, is like the CIA uh, investment. Yeah, thing. I think we should talk about those in one of the other. Uh, future podcast but i do have a picture of glenn ulysses anderson jacob how about you describe mr ulysses to us here uh if you picture sauron from lord of the rings <laughs> i was just about to say that <laughs> that's what he looks like just with the shorter beard so yes yeah so i wanted to see if you were gonna say that and yes he did so he's actually just a uh it looks like he looks like a wizard <laughs> what if he he looks like he, the kind of guy came, that would come up to you and say what if he came from another dimension and wanted to keep the land pure and he just came to some rich people and was like hey i'm a prophet buy up this land i i actually prophesied about if, you coming and buying up all the land what for if us he, to make these religious had, temples and yeah and he's from another <laughs> and he's from another dimension or yeah and, and i just wanted to keep it clean and maybe he was at that seventh dimension of seeing the future visions yeah he looks like a wizard. He, he looks like the kind of guy yo, that wizard. would come up. He actually, maybe he's an Ant-Man. What if he, he is an Ant-Man? What if he's one of the Ant people and just wanted to keep it clean? I just, I still yeah. find it weird that they call them Ant people. <laughs> well, it, because they're living underground. Well, they Not call that they the actually people look like... mole people, but because they're mole people. Yeah. What, they ant what, people. It's because they live under dunes, which are shaped like anthills. I don't know if that's what they call them, to be honest. Okay, so you just made that up too. No, that's they said that they called ad ant ant people. people. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna have to cut That's what we think about the ant people. <laughs> so what are we looking so up what, right what now? What were we talking about before? Before you let out that giant fart? <laughs> uh, the ant people. Why they're why they call them ant people? Oh yeah, um, but yeah. What if he's like he looks like a freaking wizard, like somebody from another dimension? Yeah, an actually, I really, I actually an actually go good Sauron. Dude, what if we go there and then we get up through a portal and then it's freaking a a terrible portal, and it's like we end up in a movie where, like, uh, House on Haunted Hill or what's it called, Silent Hill, where they go into another dimension and crap. Possibly. Um, oh, Silent Hill. Yeah, hmm. the mist and everything. Not the mist. The mist well, is like. Well, it's else. a. But it's, you, it's, it's a sign of it. Do you see the from? Do you see the connection with John Carter? Yes. <laughs> My goodness, it's, I think that's based on a real true event. That's a true event. Is someone he just all he did was he went into the clairvoyance uh, portal. He just saw. That's all he did. There really, we go. that's what John Carter did. No, no. <laughs> I never watched John the Cars. Movie. It's a terrible movie that they made. So that's that's my thing. What do you, what do you guys think, Ch Jacob? What did you think about this? I thought it was really interesting. Uh, I like the part with the connection with the military, and then there's portals. But I'm I'm confused wow. about the portals and dimensions. The way they're described. Yeah, I, to me in my head, a portal is like. A portal, like well, well, that's a why physical, said, like well, barrier thing, you and can, you could see through it. Well, yeah. I would say, I would say that yes, I think they're both actually. I think the people of the actual land, the religious people, only are getting the energy and and only determining that since you can't actually see these portals, 
So uh, what are the portals made up up of? Well, they're made up of since I was there and I actually took a sample of these portals. They were actually made. I no, but what, there, is, I don't, what, know, does, what, what the, does NASA say they're made up of? Because maybe we can get some. Kind I just of told you what thing they, that can the view men, the magnetic energy from there. NASA is saying it's from the magnetic energy of the Earth and the Sun connect, colliding. colliding into uh, into that area, and it's creating a portal or another dimension or a vortex. So they don't really go too far in de- depth into it, but there's actually a I, YouTube video that that uh, NASA had actually put out and says, yes, we are talking about this now. They're saying that it is similar. They're not saying that that's what it is. They're just saying that this is what they're calling it, portals. Yeah, I think you need to take also the word portal and everything just with like a grain of salt. Yeah. And the thing I, I think is, that's just the best well, word that they found and since to describe no, it. So you, they're getting readings, they're feeling the energy, but they can't see the actual portals. But Stephen Greer says that when they're out in the desert and they're in the middle of the night, they actually see, they don't see the portals open up, but they see these things just shooting up either from the sky or from different places and things like that. Have you seen, look up. So um, unfortunately, we can't visually see the portals, but they're saying that they're actually. Was there. it, did it look like. Sprites, you know what sprites are? Yeah. Did it, did it look something like that? Uh, not from his pictures. He said all it, it looks like just these things coming out of the okay. ground, like bright lights. Well, also like, like right before thunder like strikes. Yeah. You'll see like the energy, like mm-hmm. the mag, the whatever Ball plasma lightning? or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. It's like the plasma on the ground spiking up before well, the the. Well, you know hits. that most electricity comes from the ground up, not down. Yeah. Right? Well, that's what really. So when lightning strikes, it's going up. It's yeah. not going down. That's what I mean. Is like right before, because if you look up right before lightning strikes, you'll see like the plasma or whatever lightning's made out of, like spike up, and you'll see it. Electricity. Hit. It's just basically electricity. That's cool. Whatever. I didn't know that actually. Lightning. PJ, but to go off topic a little bit, when you were in Afghanistan, did you hear any rumors about um, giants in caves? No. Because I heard. Did you hear anything? Anything, no stories. Did I hear anything? Like stories. Uh, like I heard besides about... Besides the usual war stuff. Well, I heard about the uh, men raping the little boys. That was disgusting, and I hated those stories, and I didn't want to hear about it. Okay, well... That still, that's not that what still happens, about. actually. <laughs> well, I can just tell you. We're talking disgusting. about more like but no, paranormal I actually, theorizing stuff. Actually, no. I didn't talk with the people that way. We normally... No, not talking to the people, but like in the military. Because there's a story that people... There was troops in Afghanistan... And they were taught whenever they go into a cave to shoot up, like shoot, like angle no. their things upwards. Because no, I've never heard of that. There was, uh, they ran into giants. Like there's this redheaded giant. No, that's interesting though. But no, I didn't hear about that at really? all. Really? So yeah. Mm. Why would they need to be taught that? You just to, there's to, giants. You shoot. I think I know where to shoot. Because they giant. don't, you can't see them in the cave because oh. it's dark. So, so they, they should, so they shoot up randomly. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't understand that. But they sent. They so sent, yeah, they you, sent military people in you, caves without lights. <laughs> Good no, luck. No I night vision know. goggles or anything. <laughs> Nothing, when just, you go in there, just shoot up into the here's sky. Here's a gun and, and shoot up. <laughs> yeah. Here's the flash of the muzzle to see so, where the giant is. So what do you think, Joseph? What do you think about this? Uh, I, I, wait, wait. Before you say anything, I have to say that I think Jacob actually liked this story. <laughs>